Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children who are probably millennials trying to heal from past church trauma. This week, we give you not the content you're normally here for, but rather a bonus episode. One so important, we had to record it and get it out today. Because we know you need yet another show where two white men discuss brackets and choose winners. Welcome to the March Madness edition of Unlearning Youth Group, where we break down silly made-up brackets, make jokes only we think are funny, and choose winners that don't really matter. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Carone and Eric Williams. Hey everybody, welcome to the bonus episode none of you asked for, but you're going to get anyway. Uh, I hope that you are having a good week. It is Monday when we're releasing this, so hopefully it hasn't gotten bad yet. Eric, uh, I didn't introduce you, but go ahead and say hey to people. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm excited about this, we'll call it madness of an extra episode. Yeah, so um, most episodes... <laughs> you didn't even see have... what I did there. Come on, man. You didn't even... No, you, I did. like, madness. Do? I said this is... a. Madness of an episode because we're going to be doing oh, things about oh, yeah. March madness. I got you, I got but it's you. also going to be madness. So here's the thing: what you people have to realize, we normally have an outline to a show. Typically, we normally have thoughts and ideas put down so that we don't get too terribly off track. Too bad, yeah. To- mm-hmm. Today we got nothing. Not a, we have not a- four brackets. Yep, from the Christians who curse sometimes Instagram account. We're going to talk through them. Eric and I have not talked about these brackets other than we know they exist and we know we're going to laugh at them. Yep. We have no clue how long this episode is going to go. That's right. We have no clue if we're going to have to put the explicit tag on it or not. And that's actually possible at this point. We have no clue how many of you dudes are sitting there listening to us after having a vasectomy either. We have no idea. No idea. That is niche content that no one that asked is, for. So. That is great. Uh, oh, and before, speaking of no one asked for, before we go any further, I do want to be uh, serious for half a second. Um, I want to say a thank you to one of my really good friends, Nick Pierce. He's the PA announcer for the Carolina Panthers and did that intro for us, uh, custom intro for us for this episode. Nick, if you are listening to this, uh, you are a legend. And thank you. I can't thank you enough. Okay, so here's the format for this week. In honor of March Madness with the NCAA tournament going on, Right now, uh, the Christian who Christians who curse sometimes Instagram account put out four church related brackets. Mm-hmm. They are the petty reasons why I don't like a church bracket, the worst red flags on Christian dating apps bracket, the worst possible thing that could happen at youth group bracket, and the people I'm most likely to avoid in church bracket. There are mm. eight teams in each bracket. To where we will, me and Eric will debate these. We will choose our winner for each round, and then we will move forward and pick a winner for the entire thing. So, Eric, of the four, which one do you want to start with? Oh, let's go with because we're about youth group. Let's go with the worst possible thing that could happen at youth group first. Worst possible thing that could happen at youth group. Okay, game one. Being brother zoned by your youth group crush, <laughs> in our case, being, uh, yeah, <clears throat> or getting a black eye because you're forced to play dodgeball. Oh, man. Which is worse? And again, this is the worst thing that could possibly happen to you. Not what you want, not what, and it's like, which is worse? 
Uh, I it's got to be brothers owned. Like I think that that's. Yeah, I think Black Eye. Okay, why is that? Give me give me your reasoning. Okay, so brothers owned by your youth group crush. Now this isn't just by anybody. Well, I guess I don't know because now you know nowadays it's like every every young every young youth group boy just thinks God has called them to uh, be in a relationship with every other woman. But back in my day, you know, back in the in the nineties, if you really had that youth group crush. And she just puts you in the brother of Christ zone. Oh, brother, or, you know, I'm, I'm a brother in Christ okay. zone. That you, just, you just unlocked some college trauma. Um, <laughs> <'cause> the, <laughs> there was a girl who I had a giant crush on. Yeah. And um, I'll, I'll sh- share the story another time, but I, I came home one time, our apartment or the apartment I was in, we had some friends in the other apartment next to us. And so people would come over and just go between the apartments. I wasn't home when a friend group was around and I came home to a note on my keyboard that said something like, I love you like a brother. Oh, and uh, preemptive brother zoned. You got preemptive yeah, brother right. zoned. Yeah. So, all right. Brother zoned by your youth group crush. That's going to win that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The next one stuck in a small group with all homeschoolers. <laughs> Or stuck in the back row next to the makeout couple. Oh, okay. Do I, am I going first on this one again? I'm going homeschoolers. Yes, a hundred percent homeschoolers. I, and the the key difference is, it's stuck in a small group versus stuck in the back row. Because like if I'm if I'm next to the makeout couple, the back row like, ends in an hour. Yeah, I can I can ignore that. Ends in an hour, even if it's an hour every week. I'm not forced to interact with them. But small group, oh man, that's like. You know, I want to die a thousand deaths already because I'm I'm naturally awkward in groups. But man, you you put me in a group with other people that are naturally awkward. Nope. No. Oh my goodness. And I've actually been in the in the youth group van with the like makeout couple. Yeah. And it wasn't as bad as being around a bunch of homeschoolers. So. <laughs> All right. Next game. <laughs> um, being an introvert. Versus being the pastor's kid, which is the worst thing to be in youth group? Uh, well, I am. I mean, I'm outgoing, but I am naturally an introvert, and I feel like it's okay. I think being the pastor's kid, for a number of different reasons. I'm not a pastor's kid, but I imagine being the pastor's kid for a number of different reasons would be worse. I, I'm in agreement with that one. This is kind of a weak matchup, but but it, I think it's it's yeah. an easy matchup, but it's 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 definitely a low seed, I would say. Yeah, that was a weak one. I think that one's easy. Being a pastor's kid, being a pastor's kid might be a dark horse winner moving forward. Uh, <laughs> the last game in round one, um, this one's a little crude, so I apologize, but I'm just reading what the internet says. So don't uh-huh. get mad at me. Yep. A random boner during your purity talk <laughs> or being on your period during a youth group pool party. Which one is worse? Uh, so with the with the boner, are you giving the purity talk, or is it like you just get one while you're sitting? I'm assuming there? you're the student, you're the you're the guy in youth group, so they're giving a purity talk, and this happens to you while they're talking about it. Oh man, I don't know. I don't even know that I feel qualified to uh, to answer this one because I don't know. I don't know. You can hide that. The other one is yeah. worse. I'm I'm deferring to the women on this one. On yeah. your period during youth group pool party is by far worse than getting a boner during a purity talk. There you go. I, I'm saying it. All right. Second round. Brother zoned by your youth group crush or stuck in a small group with all homeschoolers? Which oh. one is worse? Here? 
Man, that's tough. That is tough. I'm going to go with stuck in a small group with all homeschoolers. That is still, I feel like 100%. I feel that awkward situation is is one of my personal hells. Not because of Not the, I want to say homeschoolers are the worst. All, yes, but, but the, the worst are homeschoolers. The, <laughs> well, the thing is, like, we're not even talking about individual homeschool people that we know, but like the stereotype. <laughs> the whole reason that they're saying stuck, you're not stuck with homeschoolers that you like. You're stuck with, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't be stuck with. I wouldn't describe myself as being stuck with when referring to people that I know that were homeschooled. Okay. Second round. Other bracket, which is worse, being the pastor's kid or being on your period during a youth group pool party? I mean, just reading the comments, I know I probably shouldn't, but reading the comments on their Instagram post, it seems like a lot of people, you know, I mean, obviously women are, uh, are very in favor of the period during the pool party being very, very bad. And so uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with that one. I thought that my wife and I went through this bracket and the point she made was that if it's just a singular pool party, you could sit out and it not be too terribly awkward. There you go. That's true. Yeah. You're never not so, the pastor's kid, right? You're never not the pastor's kid and okay. that sticks with you. Yeah. So she actually said being the pastor's kid's probably worse because that's long-term versus being able to sit on the sidelines and you miss one pool party. Yep. Or having other excuses or, you know, whatever like that. Okay. 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 So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. Pastor's kid. I'm, I'm going to defer to her on that one. Yep. So which is worse in youth group? Which one wins the bracket in our championship game? Being the pastor's kid or stuck in a small group with all homeschoolers? Okay. I was thinking about this now and here's along the same lines as, you know, some of the other conversations we had. There are some advantages to being the pastor's kid. I mean, there are to be, we'll just say on the church culture. Yes. Yeah. And to being like on staff to being a staff kid, I'll just call it a staff kid. Like I know my kids got away with a lot more stuff being staff kids and they have access to the, to the dodgeballs and the, all that other kind of stuff. And like, we could take the, the, uh, Xboxes home, you know, like in between services and stuff like that. I'm going to go with, if you are, if you're literally your small group is all homeschoolers, and they're all bad homeschoolers, I'm going to say that's the worst. I was the grandson of a pastor, and it sucked because um, it was a bad church culture. But homeschoolers are worse, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're uh -huh. a homeschooler and you're listening to this, like, you're probably a good person. You're probably worth hanging out with because yeah. you're listening to us. So yeah, you are. But Yeah, they're... I'm, I'm, I almost went into something that would get me in a That's lot of trouble, right. but yeah, I'm, not, okay. I'm not going to go there as if yeah. I'm not already in enough trouble. All right. So the worst possible thing that could happen at youth group, according to the unlearning youth group podcast is being stuck, being stuck in a small, in a small group, group with, with all homeschoolers. Homeschool. Although I, I will say yeah. the, my, my winner for the best comment on this post is uh, it looks like Michaela Taylor is the, is the at, she says, try being homeschooled pastor's kid on her period at the pool party. <laughs> <laughs> After getting hit in the face with a dodgeball. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, All which right. one's next? Uh, we have people I'm most likely to avoid in church, worst red flags on Christian dating apps, or the petty reasons why I don't like a church. Okay, this one's your turn. 
Um, just all right, just for all the time. I know we we normally don't like going too terribly long on these things. We're gonna save worst red flags on a Christian dating app for last. We might even not do that one because neither one of us have been on a dating app. Sure. So we might not be qualified to even speak into that one. So petty reasons I don't like a church or people I'm most likely to avoid in church. Uh, let's go petty reasons why I don't like a church. All right. All right. First round. All the hot people are wearing wedding rings. <laughs> or the pastor wears Crocs. Oh, man. Which one's a petty reason to not like the church? I think the pet. Well... I think the pastor wearing Crocs is a real reason. If they're wearing Crocs on stage, that's a real reason. Not I'm to a little like too bougie to wear Crocs. I don't I'm know that that's. Lie. I don't know that that's petty. Because uh, if you're doing it unironically, that's an issue. And if you're doing it because you're trying to fit in, that's an issue. Does I think the that's pastor a real who wears Crocs show up on preachers and sneakers? <laughs> I think Crocs have sneakers, so that's true. We could do Crocs that. and smocks. Smo- can we smocks and can we start Crocs. an Instagram account for? For mainline oh pastors, gosh. call it Smocks and Crocs. Smocks and Crocs. Uh, all right, so pastor wears Crocs wins that one. No, no, There's I think no I think that's a to me that's a real reason. The petty reason would be <laughs> if all the hot people are wearing wedding rings. It's like okay, who cares that you're just being petty? All right, so you, so you want to move that one forward? Yes, because that's petty. Okay, that's not an actual okay. reason not to like a church. Okay, I I get where you're going now. All right, no Starbucks on the drive. <laughs> or people next to me stood too close. Which so one is mean, the petty reason why I don't like a church? That means from your house to the church, there's no Starbucks on the way. Is that what that means? Yes. There's no Starbucks in my town, so I can't even like. <laughs> okay. So we're, we're assuming that the person is like, oh, I could go to church A and there's three Starbucks on the way. Or I could go to church B and I don't pass a single Starbucks. Well, I mean, what? Correct. Unless you live in Jonathan's town, like I'm thinking about my my town. The church would have to be in your neighborhood, which I'm actually in my house. You can, I'm like looking right at the local church steeple out the back window. <laughs> so that could be it. Um, oh, this is again another one. I would say no Starbucks is the most petty because if a person next to me stood a little too close, that's a real reason. I'd be like, I don't want to. I'm not coming I back see where to you're going. Okay. this spot. Yeah, person saying I can move seats or I can just go somewhere else. Okay, so no Starbucks on the drive is the pettier reason. Petty not reason, like a yeah. church. Yep. Okay. Next game. Pettiest reason why I don't like a church. The worship team isn't hot enough. <laughs> or the worship leader is suspiciously too attractive. Too attractive. Oh, this keeps going back to like, what's a real reason to not like it versus what's, what's like, okay, now you're just being ridiculous. And so <sighs> I, my worship leader is attractive enough. Gray's a good looking dude. <laughs> But he's not too attractive. His hair is a little suspicious at times, but he's not too attractive. You sending him, you're sending this link, this one to him, right? For sure. Oh, he told me um, yesterday his wife has been listening, so I'm hoping she really enjoys this right now. <laughs> this is a tough one. Okay, um, I don't know. Sometimes if the worship leader is suspiciously too attractive, that makes me wonder, like, you know, what else? I don't know. I don't have a great answer for this one. This is probably the weakest matchup to really find something. Definitive. This one's going down in, in round two, so I don't think it matters. So yeah. we'll just say worship team isn't hot enough. Moves yeah, forward. that's too petty. That's too petty. Yeah, that's okay. Right. Yeah, because if you don't, here's the deal. If you don't have like an 80-year-old bass player or keyboard board player <laughs> that is wearing stonewashed jeans that are that are like regular cut and has those and white. Yeah, they're, they're wearing like their grass cutting shoes or the shoes that will be grass cutting shoes in about, you know, a couple months. Then you don't have a good worship team, I'm convinced. 
And they're like <laughs> one of them is wearing flannel unironically with like a, a a turtleneck or a mock turtleneck underneath it. Like there's always that one dude on on uh, on the worship team that's like that. Or or the woman in the full denim jumper and that's just kind of what she likes to wear. Like then you don't have a good worship team. In a white church, when I should I was say. On staff, when I when I ran our social media on, on a church, somebody posted a picture of our worship team. And it was all people in their twenties that week and they're all wearing skinny jeans. And I just, I quoted it from the church account and says, look, we're a real worship team now. Look at all those skinny jeans. What I had a, there was a lead pastor. Someone didn't say something to me, but they took that post and took it to our senior pastor and says, is this what we're looking for in a, in a worship band now? There's no place for me anymore. And so they were being petty white right there. Well, here's the Um, other thing is on the other side, I had a senior pastor tell me leading social media that we were not to post pictures of certain people in the worship band because they were wearing, you know, the braided belt or the bolo tie or the, (laughs) you know, or the white or the white new balances or the white air monarchs. Like, Hey, we're not taking a picture of him. Yeah. It's great. All right. Last one in the petty reasons why I don't like a church first round the welcome team hugs everyone oh. or the worship band still plays oceans. Oh. I like oceans. I'm, I do. I like it. If they said something like, Lord, I lift your name on high. Or if they said something, you know, from my early days at church, that would be it. But again, it's, is it petty for me not to like, like, I'm not, I'm not giving you a hug, man. Oh gosh. Yep. The welcome team hugs, hugs everyone. Win, right? It's definitely worse. I don't know if that's petty or not. That's the problem. It's a I think legit it's, reason not to. Like, it's legit. It's so legit I, I think you got to move oceans forward because that's just, like I would, Jonathan. If you said, "Hey, I'm not going to this church because they played oceans once," I'd be like, "You're being stupid." I mean, iron sharpens iron. Here, you're being stupid. <laughs> all right. So uh, we said all the hot people wearing wedding rings won versus no Starbucks on the drive, which is a pettier reason in round two to dislike a church. I it's got to be Starbucks, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I guess it's a legitimate reason for single people who are going to church. Because, I mean, again, we have the privilege of both being married, so the, the wedding ring thing isn't, isn't a legitimate reason If it's a church where it's us. like so family-driven and everything's about families – that's a legit reason not to go to a church if you're yeah. single and it doesn't, there's no place for you as a single person. So yeah. But if you were to uh, say, not, I, I like everything, serious. here's the thing. If you said, I like everything about that church, except I have to go out of my way to get Starbucks. I'd be like, you're stupid. <laughs> Stop that. There's no way that I, that automatically wins because that is, that is more petty than both the worship team not being hot enough and the, well, I don't know. And oceans. The band's uh, still playing oceans. Pretty petty. Let's see. I'm I'm going to say that the final matchup is Oceans versus Starbucks. It's got to be Starbucks. It's, it's got to be Starbucks. Be. It has to be. It's got to be. Because your your church probably has a coffee bar of some sort. <laughs> it might not be the Starbs. Like, right. It might not be wide enough for you. Exactly. And But they're going to have some type of. So no Starbucks on the drive is the pettiest reason yes. why you cannot like a church according and, to the Christian. Yes. And if, times. if Starbucks is your ultimate sign of like, have to have that coffee in the morning, maybe you need to check your salvation. <laughs> 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 All right. 
right. Just kidding. So we, we have 10 minutes left. So we're probably going to skip the dating apps one and not do that one because okay. I don't think that's as relevant to us. So the final bracket we're going to get into people I'm most likely to avoid in church. Yep. Round one, game one. Yep. The overly flirtatious worship drummer. That's coming a little too close to me. Okay. I'm a worship drummer. So back off. Or Calvinists. Oh gosh. If it's okay. If it's the Calvinists I'm thinking of. And I think it's my, definitely I, Calvinists. I'm, <laughs> and let, let's, let's just make a little bit of a disclaimer here. If you believe in reformed theology, I'm not avoiding you. Correct. If you're Calvinist, bro. Yes. If you're Theo, bro, that wants to bring your Calvinist stuff. And yes. the overly flirtatious worship drummer, and I'm avoiding you. Yes, for sure. Okay. For sure. Yeah. And and again, it's easy for us because if I have overly flirtatious worship drummer, I'm, you know, male or female coming up to me, I'm next to my wife. No big deal. Okay. Round one, game two. The marriage is hard couple that married each other at 19. <laughs> or the bros who still defend Mark Driscoll. Oh, that one's easy too. If you still defend it's Mark Driscoll, if you defend Mark yeah. Driscoll, uh, yeah, I am avoiding you. I'm avoiding you for my own sake because I will get righteous indignation towards you. There will be a <laughs> there will be a whip and a table turned over. And yeah, I will probably, I will probably lose my salvation doing that. All right. Round one, game three. Oh God. The mom who doesn't realize she's in a pyramid scheme versus Liberty university graduates. Well, okay. Here's the deal. Are I you avoiding me? Are you I avoiding me? Avoid Liberty university graduates? Because if I did that, then every church I ever worked for, you know, worked for, I would avoid half the staff and most of the volunteers. So here's the thing, though. It's like I can't I do that. I am one two times, and I want to avoid some of them. I uh, I get it, but the mom—it's one thing to be a mom in a in a pyramid scheme, but the fact that this that that this account creator put doesn't realize she's in a pyramid scheme—that as a marketer, as a business guy, oh. That would grind my gears. And I would, again, for my own safety, I would have to avoid her to not say something uh, that would cause me to, to lose lose uh, fellowship. All right. Go Flames. But the mom who doesn't realize she's in a pyramid scheme is probably going to win this one. There's enough good Liberty graduates out there that you don't need to avoid. Thank you, Eric. That's there's the an, nicest thing you've ever said that's about what I'm me. Saying. Like, there's enough <laughs> nice, there's enough, you know, decent Liberty University grads. My my sister We're actually not has all her Jerry master's. Paul Jr. My sister has her master's from Liberty, so I I'm good with that too. But the there I cannot I cannot think of too many moms that don't know they're in pyramid schemes that I wouldn't want to avoid. All right, final round, the final game of round one. The girl who just got back from a short term <laughs> missions trip, or the God is greater than my ups and downs tattoo guy. And if you like. I hope you all know what that, that tattoo looks like or that sticker. Um, I G, have a thought on this one. G greater so than Eric, carrot symbol, V symbol, right? Eric, I have thoughts on this one, but yeah. before I possibly make people unsubscribe and never listen to us again, go ahead and tell me your thoughts on this one. Oh, man. 
Okay, again, going with the same mentality of Calvinists who we, you know, we know that type of Calvinist versus like Liberty University grad versus, uh, I have to say girl who just got back from the short-term missions trip because the bad version of that is like, again, for my own safety, I would have to avoid her for not saying something stupid about how she just really enjoyed her vacation so she could have an opportunity to get a new profile picture with a uh, third world country child. Brown baby. I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. Here, here's, here's the thing. The God is greater than my ups and downs tattoo guy. Probably also has a let's go Brandon sticker on his truck. Oh, <laughs> and I can't stand that guy. Uh, okay. If I we're can't going stand with Jesus guy with let's go Brandon sticker. Okay. Like, okay I don't care so what you think about president. I don't care if you don't like him, but you can't be Jesus guy and, F Joe Biden guy at the same time. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You can't. And if you are that guy, I want, I want, like, I don't want to be around Jesus and F Joe Biden guy. Uh, okay. If that's the rationale we're going with, then I agree with you. Then God is greater than our ups and downs. I edit guy. this podcast, so I'm going to say that guy wins this round. I'm, I'm pulling rank on that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thank okay. you for agreeing. Yeah. All right. What? Round two. This one's going to be hard. Calvinists uh, versus bros who still defend Mark Driscoll. Are they not the same person? I was going to say the problem for me is the Calvinists I'm thinking of and that group, the Venn diagram is a circle. Yes. Uh, um, but again, okay. So if we're going to take him as a whole, which I think you've identified too, like if you believe in reformed theology and all that kind of stuff, and like you just kind of insert your reformed theology into conversations as opposed to being like overtly, there are, the Liberty graduate. Situ- yeah. The Liberty graduate situation. There's enough good ones that it's okay. Calvinists. There's enough people that are good that it's okay. If you are actively defending Mark Driscoll, I am avoiding you. Okay. I, I, I buy that, which I'm um, guessing there's going to be a matchup here about more people that are still in, in a, uh, in a circle on the Venn diagram, but we'll, we'll just <laughs> we'll let it play out. The mom who doesn't realize she's in a pyramid scheme versus God is greater than my ups and downs oh. tattoo guy. It, if we're still talking about let's go Brandon guy, it's gotta be him. It's gotta be. It's right? gotta be. Yeah. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. If you're wearing a, like, this is what I get. If you're wearing a, let's go Brandon shirt uh, and a, and a Jesus or a, you know, promise keepers hat to pick up your kids from the <laughs> school to the school, like pickup line. There is first of all that let's go Brandon t-shirt is either tucked in or you're so big that it can't be tucked in. Like I am not, I I'm avoiding you. I, I saw a car the other day. No lie. They were parked in a handicap spot with no oh. handicap sticker. They had a let's go Brandon sticker immediately next to a, an are you following Jesus this closely? sticker. Uh. And that is who I picture when I think of God is greater than my ups and downs tattoo guy. Okay. If that's who we're talking about, yes, I agree. Let, yeah. Okay. That, yep. So the, the, the championship round of the people I'm most likely to avoid in church bracket, the bro who still defends Mark Driscoll or the God is greater than my ups and downs tattoo guy. I feel like we're going to disagree on this one. I just have this feeling, but like, I think 
if you are still defending Mark, okay, first of all, these two people have to be the same, but if you are still defending <laughs> Mark Driscoll, I personally am more likely to avoid you because I do not want to hear your rationale about defending, like defending that mentality. I actually, I saw, I saw a TikTok or a video of, of Mark that was telling people that, um, that the Bible calls us not to be victims and not to have a victim mentality and all that kind of stuff right before he went on to talk about how he was a victim in his situation. And he I went was through the like, hardest time in ministry. And blah, blah, blah. Oh my gosh. Like at this point, maybe it's just a season I'm in in life, but if you're a bro who's still, who's, def- who's actively defending Mark Driscoll, I'm avoiding you 100%. And I agree. Ugh. Here's why. I, I know you didn't think I would agree. Here's why. The God is greater than my up to announced tattoo guy who has the let's go Brandon sticker on his truck. That dude is passive aggressive. He's not actually <laughs> going to come up to me and say what he thinks. He's going to wait till he's online or on Facebook yeah. or he, he might say something to his friends or yeah. when I'm not around. Hey, you like my but sticker? The bro who still defends Mark Driscoll. That dude is a militant. I almost got the explicit here. He's a militant jerk. We'll just call yeah. it jerk. Yeah. So I think the bro who still defends Mark Driscoll is by far the person I'm most likely to avoid in church. Yep. And also to mute on Facebook. I'm muting all of them. I'm <laughs> muting the mom who think, doesn't realize she's in a pyramid scheme. I'm muting the girl who just got back from a short-term missions trip with her brown baby on Facebook. Uh, I'm muting yeah. God is greater guy. Yeah. I, Everybody in the Worship semifinals. Them, that guy's probably going to like his thirst traps on Instagram are going to be Stop. funny for me. So I'm not uh, meeting that guy. Uh, marriage is hard couple who got married at 19. Yeah. yeah they probably tough. just post lovey dovey stuff all the yeah, time. They're, about only how on it, they're only on so Instagram on now anyway. Yeah, yeah. Right. So they, they probably have a combined Facebook account because one of them cheated or talked to an ex on Facebook. And so now they are uh, Ken in Karen last names yes, uh, yes. because they can't trust each other with Facebook. So, yep. yep. Yeah. The marriage is hard couple. They, they definitely have a combined Facebook. That's <laughs> so funny. Uh, All right, everyone. If you lasted the entire 33 ish minutes of this episode right now, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, season four is on the way. We actually recorded the first episode of that season right before we recorded this one. Uh, that's set to come out May the 9th. So if you haven't checked out the past seasons, you've got a, uh, about a month and a half before uh, the next one starts off. Subscribe, rate, review. We may come up with another fun thing like this at some point. Uh, but uh, follow us on TikTok. And let us know where you agree or disagree with our uh, rankings here. Yeah. Social media, I'm at Jonathan underscore Corone on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Eric, you are Eric W 712 on Instagram and TikTok. Yep. And, and, and Twitter. Twitter. So yep. Tell us where you disagree. Tell us where we're wrong. Um, I would love to be able to tell you why you're wrong. So feel free to reach <laughs> out and let us know. Subscribe, rate, review. That's Jonathan's we'll spiritual gift. <laughs> see you guys.
Fight School.